Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 and Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. 2020 is coming to an end, and we are not mad about it. In fact, at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're celebrating with huge savings. You pay what we pay with Employee Pricing Plus at the Big Finish Sales Event, happening now. So this holiday season, wrap up 2020 with a win and get big savings on every new Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Do any of you people do any actual work? The rest of Holmberg's morning sickness. All of you, beware. Don't bend over in front of me. I'm on a rampage. <laughs> he's like Sherman. Jesse James Dupree. That's, that's what Tiger should have been. If, if Tiger had come out and said that, I would have went and bought some damn clubs. I mean, I, I'm not kidding. I, he would have had me there. I would have bought some clubs. I'm going to take up golf when they combine it with skeet shooting. We're going to get into this. Will you help us interview Maynard from Tool? And his sure. uh, wine partner Eric, they're yeah. online right now. And uh, I don't, Maynard's being uh, put put up on this. Maynard, uh, are, welcome to the show. Are you there? Sure. How are you, sir? Fantastic. We have Jesse James Dupree from Jackal on the line. What up, right. Maynard? How you doing? All right. He's in the room with us. He's our special guest today. I hope you don't mind. Oh, that's fine. It's a full house, Maynard. Excellent. It's a beautiful thing. Where are you right now? Uh, near the vineyard. You're up by the vineyard, so you're right here in Arizona. Beautiful vineyard in Arizona. Yes. <laughs> now, see, I was going to ask you this, Maynard, and I have to start it that way. You're notorious for being kind of aloof or uh, private. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Is it something that you hate doing these radio interviews? I don't hate them. No. No, you don't hate them. Is it because no. so, you have the you recognize you have the reputation as being someone who maybe doesn't like this? I loathe them. Do you, okay, all right. So my question is honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I, I appreciate it because if I was in your shoes, I think it'd be the same way. So my question is, why, do you feel forced into these things? You just have to have to do it? No, I just think it's it's part of the job. You, you know, got to suck it up and do what you got to do. But what about it? Do you loathe? Um, the people. Like I could be having coffee right now at my favorite little diner. You could do that. You could call us from the diner. No, I couldn't do that. No, because you'd just be annoying <laughs> people at the, the diner. Right? I, you'd wreck the coffee. Then I would be the dickhead on the phone at the diner. <laughs> <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of winning there's in no this. There's no win. So, uh, so the, the winery up there, is, is there a specific diner in uh, the Jerome area that we should know about, or would you rather stay away from your diner, too? Uh, unless you want to get shot. Okay, so... <laughs> the, All right, the theme of the show. <laughs> my, my, been my boy stuff. Maynard's carrying some guns. I love it. <laughs> are, are you a gun toter, Maynard? Uh, is Tiger Woods a gun toter? Is he? Uh, you know what? Uh, Apparently. I would like to think. Metaphorically it, speaking. Yeah, metaphorically, yeah, metaphorically yeah, He's shooting yeah, everything, yeah. so to speak. Now, there's rumors about you that you hang <laughs> around crazy. in your window and fire paintballs at people to get too close to the house. That's on Wikipedia. True or not true? Could be. <laughs> I need better answers than could be. Have you ever... You can have, find out. You're on court. You're on trial now. Have you ever fired a paintball at, a, at an intruder? Yes. Nice. See, that's all I care about right God, there. Man. Have you done that, Jesse? I love it, man. It's great. Do they have a Linus count? Uh, sort of. I'm, I'm, I'll ask people. Have people ever gone onto your property and been hit with a little blue paintball? Uh, my 
counsel was advising me not to answer that question. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. Uh, no, but javelina is absolutely count because they'll ruin uh, you know your garden and everything. Yeah, and that, I like that method of paintball rather than taking them out. I'm going to look at Phoenix as the day that I, I went. That I, the day that I became a huge. I mean, I, I've always been a, been a fan of the, of, 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 of the band of tools. So, yeah. yeah, but I mean, now I'm a huge because I was coming. I drove in from Los Angeles last night because I went over to that uh, uh, the uh, Revolver Golden God, Gods oh, yeah. Awards, yeah. and uh, and so there wasn't any other way for me to go over just to drive after the show. And I came in and they're jamming. You guys are playing tool, just I mean, cranking it. And, yeah. and I had the car. I mean, I had the car, you know, vibrating down the road. And, <laughs> so and, you're yeah, a fan of tool. Yeah, yeah I was and then now I get here and I find out that he's shooting people out. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a, a bigger fan than you ever thought. Are, right, yeah. are you a fan of Jackal by chance, Maynard? Uh, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a question I have to ask you. You can't ask me that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, have, I don't think I've heard any Jackal. You've heard Jackal. Have I? Lumberjack? Give him a little taste of it. <laughs> give me, give, just sing it to Sing an entire Jackal song. Right? <laughs> you know, uh, you know Jackal. I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't really listen to rock music. Oh, really? Well, that's, yeah. Well, we knew that about because you. Because if Jackal's rocked, then I'm kind of... You're out on it, so well, you're, you're not a fan of Jackal. What, what kind of stuff I'm, you, the, I'm the blank look across the room. What kind of stuff, <laughs> what kind of stuff are you listening to, though? That's, that's cool. That's a good question. Uh, you know, Ama Jamal, um, Miles Davis... So you're into the uh, wow, yeah. That's some he that's the heavy stuff. The heavy Early, stuff. earlier, you know, like the '80s, like the Pretenders and Devo. I was kind of like from Ohio. So I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I've recently just rediscovered because I grew up with hearing my, hear my dad play it, but I recently rediscovered Conway Twitty. Yeah, and yeah. it has tore me up. I mean, yeah. I've listened to. I mean, if I if I if I go go for a run or something, I mean, I've got the full Conway Twitty library. You get into the true roots yeah, of yeah. rock. Oh God, some of the lyrics, Jones some of those Conway lyrics. The, the fact that they played them on the radio back when they did, it's amazing. Yeah. You know? For me, it's "Swelling Itching Brain" by Devo. <laughs> yeah, I go back to that one, and that's it. So those are your musical influences, and yet it's uh, so different, pretty much, from what you do. Um, not necessarily. You don't think so? No. See, I see you and Devo in totally different camps. <laughs> I don't, because you're from really? if you're from Ohio, on, you know Devo. Yeah, <laughs> really, you come would compare on. yourself uh, in your musical Have stuff. Have you met Chrissy Hind? Well, the Pretenders—that's different. Yeah. Devo, is, is she, it? Yeah, well, Devo's from Akron. Have yeah, you met, I know Have you that. Met Jerry Casali. Yeah, but Larry Bird's from Indiana, and so am I. And uh, we have nothing in common. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, just if you actually sit in the same room with Chrissy Hind, yeah, she's Jerry yeah. Casali. They're we're all very extreme people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, just, it's all it's all the Cleveland Akron area. Yep. They're just very extreme people who come out of there. You know, she was with uh, the guy Marilyn Manson. Or the, she was with the guy from Merge Overkill for a while. Remember that when she dated him, Nash? I guess it was Merge Overkill. Yeah, yeah. That's another rock band. You so, are you yeah. a Buckeyes yeah. fan? Uh, no, not really. Is that is that a hockey team? No, the football. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Maynard, uh, you can pretend that you're just completely oblivious to this, but yeah. you've certainly heard of Jackal and the Chainsaws. Yes. Now, would you have ever played a chainsaw on stage? Uh, I have played a shotgun on stage. You have played a shotgun on stage. See, yeah. you're just you're so, crying, and, Jesse. And, and, What's wrong? No, saying, and all the while that I mean, because I mean, obviously, I mean, he's he's uh, Maynard has built an incredible. Uh, uh, image and in in, in, you know, in so many ways with with what people you know get out of of listening to the tool because it's so and the perfect circle stuff because it's so just dramatic uh, dynamic in, in its in its sonics and uh, along with the great songs and such 
And uh, but to find out that he's played, it, hit a shotgun on stage. I just, <laughs> Again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a big, I'm a bigger, bigger fan than I was, bigger and bigger. Man. And plus, you and Jesse have something else in common. Not only fronting uh, bands, uh, he brews his own beer, and you have your own winery right here in Arizona, and you're doing something with the winery. Tell me, which what, brings us to the point of the interview. Well, 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 I didn't, well <laughs> we wanted to talk to you too. We want, you know, there's a point to the interview. We certainly want to get yeah. to know Maynard a little bit, just a touch. All right. This is what you loathe about the whole thing, huh? You have to pretend to be interested and what we ask you totally yeah that's it <laughs> well then but in fairness in fairness on my end because it's my job maynard why should i be interested in your winery uh well because we're changing things up here in northern arizona we're helping the entire state times are tough and this is the way to get it out of the out of the muck all right so how, how do you suggest we do that uh support your local stuff you've already heard, you've heard the buzzwords local and sustainable well this is definitely the cornerstone of those of those words it's a uh, and, and you, you, you don't put a vine in the ground unless you're committed to the idea. Which is true. And you've, you've done uh, um, unbelievable work in a place that people said probably wouldn't work at all. Um, well, they said that, but they weren't really paying attention. Uh, people forget that there was vineyards all over the state uh, in the turn of the century, and then Prohibition and Depression and World War One and Two interrupted it all. Do you have Hold trouble uh, brewing your own beer, Jesse? Is it a, is it a trouble for you? Or no, not? but I'm hung up here all of a sudden because I, all I need to know right now is that is that that thinking about the wine that he's got all these beautiful women that are with little French pedicures on. <laughs> You're uh, picturing the wine, stomping them grapes. <laughs> Do you have stompers? Clearly, you haven't been up here. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of beautiful women. Not the vision there. Let me, let me please just think that that's what you got. Yeah, I would like to think that too. Can, can, we're just going to picture that the Merkin vineyards are pretty much just stompers. <laughs> you, get charged, you get charged twice as much. That's true. You could double it up on people yeah. if you had hot girls stomping the wine. True. Yeah, it is very true. We'll get the Charlie's Angels out here to do it. <laughs> that didn't work. So, uh, so you got this thing, and you got your movie that just came out. You've been uh, interested in doing uh, movies for a while. They're kind of like a, a little side project. What was it like to work with Ed Asner? I have to know because you two, I would imagine, had it, there had to be just kind of an odd stare when you first were introduced to him because you did that movie. Uh, was it he, Sleeping Dog? What was it called? Yeah, he bit me. Did he bite you? Yeah. Of course, he bit you. He's Ed Asner. That's what yeah. he does. No, but did you enjoy your time with Ed Asner? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's a, a wonderful man. Yeah, how did he get involved in what you guys were doing? Uh, well, I mean, for Sleeping Dogs Lie? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, that was years ago. Um, so it's just it slipped, your, it. slipped your mind? No, I just I think it was, you know, one of those casting situations where they approached him to be in the, in the film. I'm not really sure how they found him. Hmm. Your new movie has a lot of stars, like Pat Oswalt and all that. How yeah. did those guys come together for that? They're, those are all friends. Oh, really? Cool. Just friends from when you did the Mr. Show and stuff like that? Yeah, the Mr. Show days back in the mid, uh, mid-90s mid when I was doing the Pussifer thing around uh, L.A. and the comedy circuit. Right. Now, uh, Maynard, what entertains you? Because you seem like a guy who's tough to entertain. Uh, a challenge. What's the challenge? What Like a, a, a challenge from another person? A challenge to understand? Just uh, friction in general. It's a, that's a creative force, so... So this is part of why you're kind of you like to be a little bit difficult on certain situations because it's entertaining to you. Uh, no, um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> See, that's a perfect. That's a great answer right there. So it is. This is the type. So you, this is an act more than it is the way you really. No, are. no, this is me. Um, the you know just I think in general the the friction of you know the interaction of the weather with the ground with the trying to bring the vines up. Out of the ground, there's always going to be some curveball. There's always going to be some kind of uh, adjustment, and, and and you have to embrace the chaos. Otherwise, you're never going to get mm-hmm. never going to get that bottle of wine. And the same with music. If with the uh, going along the line, there's going to be a puzzle. 
somewhere along the line writing that tune. And right. the ones that you actually gut it out, dig in, and, and work through, those are the songs that end up mattering the most. And if the subject matter has something to do with a prior friction that you've somehow resolved and or somewhat presented on paper, uh, once again, that song, that friction, you're talking about listening to Conway Twitty. Right. There's some agony in those songs. Absolutely. Do you have agony in your songs, Jesse James? She loves my Odom. <laughs> that track number 11 on that first record. Yeah. And your uh, yeah. My Moonshine Kicks Your yeah. uh, Cocaine's Ass. Yeah, yeah. A little friction there. Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're a much simpler process of just, you know, it's, it's, it's all Do you about feel the pain that he's talking about when you yeah, write yeah, music? I, you, I, when I listen to stuff, I mean, I, I understand what he's saying totally on connecting with what, you know, with, with, what your connection with the song is. And, right. You know, I mean, we... You know, we're not that kind of a, I mean, we're more of a one-dimensional man shot out of a cannon kicking the crotch. <laughs> right. You know, Would you ever describe yourself as yeah. a kicking the crotch, Maynard? Well, yeah, I mean, but I think I disagree with it. I disagree with him. I think that, I think that what you're doing on that level is you're, you're trying to enjoy and express life. And, of course, generally speaking, that's coming from you're entertaining people that are coming from areas that they're having a rough day or they're having a yeah. long work week or they're going through a divorce and they come to you to yeah, release, to release right. the friction. So you're, right. Yeah. You're, you're right, you're right. And, and I do say that, you know, we were, that's why I said earlier in the show, you know, people bust their knuckles for 40 or more hours a week and, you know, uh, with, with, with my music, you know, with Jackal and stuff, we offer up something that's, you know, it, it's, it's you know, good beer drinking music. Right, right. Come out beer it can't, it can't just be the friction. It's got to be the friction and the release. Right. The yeah. release, you know, you can... And I've always kind of described the process of making a guitar or making a violin. It's it's wood twisted out of its normal shape and strings stretched stretch across it in a way that it wouldn't normally be stretched. And then you strike it or you rub it or you drag a bow across it. Yeah. And that friction, it's the the release, the sound that comes out of that as the release. You know, there's there's where the art meets the friction. Now, uh, Maynard, you seem so very serious. Do farts make you laugh at all? Totally. There's nothing. Okay, yeah, I agree. There's I... nothing funnier than fart jokes. Uh, <laughs> Putting, putting, you know, putting monsters in dresses like you put Genghis Khan or Hitler or Osama bin Laden in a gown. That's funny. And you like that. So, you know, oh, there, yeah. there is the softer side of Maynard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. That's all I want to know. Because it seems like, it, I mean, the way Jesse explains it, the way you explain the music process, it's kind of the same. It's just you seem to feel like when I hear you say it, it seems like a, a, a heavy burden to bear that I'm not sure I'd want to do. No, no, it's not that at all. It's, it's very fun. No, okay. the payoff, I, and maybe I'm misunderstanding, but just similar to the, uh, the Vine... The uh, product of the friction of growing up and the struggle of life, it, the fruit that it bears is what the payoff Beautiful, is. Beautiful, Brady. Well said. Yeah, generally. I, you know, I've had friends that are born on the same day. One guy has a fantastic nurturing family, but, you know, pretty comfortable, cozy. Another guy whose parents were weird and, you know, did some weird stuff to him. And the one guy's an insane artist. Right. And, and the other guy is just a really well-adjusted guy who's, you know, a good employee. They came yeah. from two different worlds, same yeah. same time. I got gotcha. you. So, uh, blood into wine is uh, is uh, all over the internet and stuff like that. And it's uh, you're you're viewing it again up in I believe. Where's the next one? But- uh, well, they're they're doing the we're doing the the Arizona Stronghold Vineyards uh, tasting room grand opening. Oh, there you go at Old Town Cottonwood. Uh, yeah, Old Town Cottonwood on on Sunday. And I and I believe we're you know we're selling wine and signing bottles in the morning. Do you also loathe that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> now, why? But why do it then? Well, you know, we get it, once again. It's something we have to do. There's, there's but it isn't though, because don't you think it's yes, a fa- it is. Abs- no, baloney. But Absolutely. as a fan, as a fan, we have to do 
for what we to make this thing work up here, there's some certain things that are involved in it that we have to do to make sure that people know about what's happening. Yeah, but Maynard, it's like going on with out with your girlfriend or your wife, and she doesn't want to go. She's just going because you want her to. After a while, you're like, all right, I don't want to go either. As a fan, it would be like I'd rather have you want to be there. All right, okay. That's, that, this is a long, much longer conversation than for a radio interview. But <laughs> well, it, we've got time. Uh, Do you? That diner opens in 13 minutes. No, I know. Uh, but don't you think? I guess that's why I love these, these kind of interviews, because they're such small sound bites. There's a whole larger story. I mean, for me, it's almost like trying to watch the first five minutes of The Deer Hunter or... Or apocalypse now, and thinking you know what the whole movie is about. But it, do, it doesn't matter now because no matter what he answers you, all you're going to go back and play from the clips is there's nothing funnier than farts. That's true. That's a good point. That's, you know, Maynard, that's, a fact. that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, that's an absolute fact. Maynard, we could have stopped that interview with that you like farts. Yeah, you're right. I don't even know why I asked you the serious question. Now. That was stupid of me. And by the way, what were you thinking? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you got this See? thing going. Yeah, exactly. See, it knocked you off your socks. You're, you're an easy. Yeah, guy to entertain. Uh, it's happening. <laughs> is it this Sunday, April eleventh? Yeah, yes, this uh, Sunday, April eleventh. Uh, and you know, we're we're doing some of the bottle signings, and then the I guess they're showing the film right down the street. Uh, yeah, uh, two showings of of uh, Blood Under Wine, and pretty cool. And uh, and you're happy with the movie, obviously, and you're <clears throat> pleased to want. To yeah, because it. it does. You know, it does describe. Uh, it does describe some of the struggles that we're having up here, but it also has a lot of you know fart jokes in it. Yeah, absolutely. Which okay, so struggles and fart jokes, which yeah. is, was the alternative title, I'm guessing. Well, you know, going back to Shakespeare, you know, comedy and tragedy. You can't. You it's can't. not a. It's not a solid story. It's not a well-rounded story unless it has both. Right? Absolutely. See, and and there's there's a there's an Andy Kaufman uh, approach to what you're doing right now, and I love it because it's either you either hate me or you like me. You loathe this or you love this. Either way, it's got people thinking. See, this is perfect, Maynard. Thank you, and uh, we're looking forward to all your music that comes uh, rolling our way here soon, and uh, good luck to you with the uh, wine stuff. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. The last of homeless morning sickness and 98 KUPD. Finally, 2020 is coming to an end, and like you, I'm not even mad about it. In fact, my friends at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram are celebrating with huge savings. It's Dick Toledo, and with Employee Pricing Plus, you pay what every Chapman employee pays at the Big Finish sales event going on now. So wrap up 2020 with a win this holiday season and enjoy huge savings on every new Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram vehicle. Visit them online at Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School, or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.